Hey, everybody. Welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we are going to discuss a movie called La La Land. And I la la loved it. <laughs> Absolutely. La La Land is, of course, Los Angeles, the movie town. And this is about two young people, a struggling actress named Mia, played by Emma Stone, and a struggling jazz pianist who plays in mostly cheesy Los Angeles bars and silly weddings and things. His name is Sebastian, and that is Ryan Gosling. The two dislike each other immediately, uh-huh. even in the first scene, and i got to talk about that later. And, of course, when you see that, you know that they're going to fall in love. Well, like every decent musical, the two main characters have to fall in love. Absolutely. La La Land is an original musical. Mm -hmm. You don't see many of these anymore. Back in the 40s and 50s, they were all over the place. Right. And this one is absolutely spectacular. I loved La La Land, Les. I can't begin to tell you how great this movie was for me. It really touched me, and I think the audiences loved it as well. This is the best love story since... The Way We Were, or Casablanca. Mm -hmm. It's an astonishing love story. Well, it's very poignant. It's bittersweet. And you know that these two people come into each other's lives at a very important point, not only in their lives, but in their careers. Right. And then we see how circumstances alter this landscape. But it is a very successful love story, nonetheless. Absolutely. You walk into the theater, you sit down, the film begins. There is a tremendous tie-up on the Los Angeles freeway. Exactly. And you and I have been in those. I know. I wish I could have sung and danced my way through those tie-ups. Absolutely. Everybody is stock still. They're moving like four feet ahead, then they stop again. And they're ticked off. (laughs) And all of a sudden, one lady jumps out of her car And she starts singing, and she starts dancing, and everybody else does. And in watching this opening scene, Anne, I thought, I've never seen cinematography this spectacular. The colors were amazing. I agree. They used over 100 singers and dancers in this sequence. It was shot on an intersection of freeways. They got permission to use the segment of the roads through the California Highway Patrol. Right. And they shot it early in the morning. It took them two days, actually, to shoot this sequence. Yeah. The director's assistant was quoted as saying he was so terrified that someone was going to dance right off the edge of the freeway (laughs) and go down the mountainside. But luckily, none of that transpired. This opening number is called Another Day in L.A., And it really sets the tone for all of these aspiring actors and actresses that are seen in this opening number who are taking out their frustration on the freeway. Not only can't they get to their auditions or their appointment to see an agent, but they're ticked off because they have to spend time in their cars. So a lot is packed into that opening sequence, and it really does set the tone for the entire film. You know, Anne, you and I are both old enough to remember back in the early days, the middle of the last century, when the big Hollywood theme was, movies are your best form of entertainment. Mm -hmm. This film is the most entertaining film I have seen in years. I agree. 
I think we have to talk about the message, however, that director Damien Chazelle wants to get across here and the message that is so movingly portrayed by Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, and that is that La La Land is really the place for young dreamers. Yes. The people that go there and pack their luggage filled with a couple of clothes but a dozen dreams and fantasies about trying to be successful in the movie biz or the music biz. And what happens to those dreams and to those people once fame seems to elude them? In Sebastian's case, he has to take a job that is unfulfilling, but he's got to pay the bills. We've all done jobs like that. In his case, you mentioned earlier that he had to play in some lousy supper clubs and play some corny music. And then he had to sign on with a jazz trio whose music he really doesn't dig. So he's kind of lost, and he's given up a little bit on his dream. But along comes Mia. Mia is played by Emma Stone, and Mia is still filled with hopes and dreams. She hasn't gotten to that point yet where she's in her mid-30s. She's in her mid-20s, so she's a bit younger than the character played by Ryan Gosling. We see her go through the audition process. Now, as a former actress, I know what that was like. Oh, yes. It can be very, very devastating, and this movie really shows that, not only in a humorous way, but in a very poignant way. And eventually, her dreams become a little frayed at the edges, and she moves back home. It's only when Sebastian gets a call regarding an audition for her that he gets on a plane and goes to her hometown and talks her into coming back to La La Land, where she might hopefully see that dream, that early dream she had finally realized. Right. That's the crux of this film's plot. And I must say, the musical numbers are so brilliantly produced. Oh, absolutely. First of all, the musical number that takes place up on Mulholland Drive, which overlooks all of Los Angeles on one side and all of the San Fernando Valley on the other. This is their first number. Right. Okay. They're kind of arguing with each other, and (laughs) they suddenly start this dance, and you can tell from the dance movements that they don't like each other. (laughs) I was so delighted with that. I was also delighted with the tune that Mia sings with her two roommates when they're going out for the evening. Mm -hmm. All of them struggling actresses hoping for that big moment. And they were having such a good time. Right. Now, I got to talk a little bit before we get into anything else about Emma Stone. Well, Les, we don't have hours to hear all of that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) probably not. But I hope my lady is not listening to this when I say that I am totally in love with Emma Stone from this movie. I've always enjoyed her, but she was so absolutely terrific in this. I agree. And of course, we have to remember, Emma Stone has never done a film musical before. Well, that's because there weren't any musical movies for her to do. Right. However, Emma did use her singing and dancing chops a little bit when she starred as Sally Bowles in Cabaret on Broadway. Right. She's not beautiful. She's not traditionally beautiful. Right. She sure is good looking. (laughs) She is very good looking. She's adorable. She's darling. And she's so good in this film. She and Ryan Gosling have been in films together before, Mm -hmm. mainly in Crazy Stupid Love. And they were terrific in that. 
They have a wonderful chemistry together, don't you think? They really, really do. Mm -hmm. They even fall in love while they're dancing on the street. Exactly. It is just so tremendously moving. And the other very moving thing about this is that it really shows the movie business in Los Angeles for what it is. That's why they call it La La Land. It's not real to the rest of us, but it is very real to those of us who have been out there and been in it. Now, Les, I must say, this is a contemporary American Hollywood musical. Oh, yeah. Which means that it may not have that sunny, happy ending where the two main characters who fall in love and sing and dance into your hearts for most of the movie walk away into the sunset. No, (laughs) no, no. But there is a dream sequence at the end of this film that makes you still feel so up, so positive, and it doesn't really hurt the picture that the ending is what it is. Right. Well, when I saw the movie, I really wept almost all the way through the picture, and it was so nice to have tears of joy rather than tears of sorrow. And I'm referring to so many of the current films that you and I have reviewed are doom-ridden movies. Yes. They're very (laughs) melancholy, and they're extremely sad flicks. It was such a relief to go and see a film that was touching and poignant, and it had great moments of passion and the kinds of sadness that you get in a love affair that's got its ups and downs. Sure. But it was not a negative movie. Oh, not at all. And it was also not a political movie. Thank you very much, La La Land, for putting this movie together. Absolutely. I want to talk a little bit about Damon Chazelle. He's a 31-year-old director. This is his third feature. His most famous, of course, was Whiplash, for which he got a lot of acclaim. I loved Whiplash. Loved Whiplash. I did, too. He's had the idea for this film since he was a young college guy. I think he went to Harvard. And he created the idea for this movie with his college buddy, a wonderful composer by the name of Justin Horvitz. I must say a shout-out to Mr. Horvitz because the movie has some of the most exquisite songs I have ever heard. Very reminiscent, I might add, of the hypnotic quality of all of the score from, say, Umbrellas of Cherbourg. Right. Another great musical, and by the way, one that the director says he's paying honor to with this film. Sure. Now, I think it's imperative to point out something because some of my friends who saw this movie kind of complained a bit afterwards, and their nit that they picked was the fact that Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, that would be Mia and Sebastian, did not perform like Fred and Ginger Rogers, or Fred and any of his partners, right? or Gene Kelly and Leslie Caron in An American in Paris. Now, I think it's crucial to point out that these two people, played by Emma and Ryan, are real people. They aren't Broadway singers, nor are they depicting that they are Broadway singers. Right. So when they get into a musical number, they are not going to transform in front of your eyes and suddenly he's going to become Nelson Eddy singing brilliantly, nor is she going to be Jeanette MacDonald or any of the great musical stars of the past. They sing in their real voices. Right. So when they crack or they don't hit the note exactly right, 
you identify with that. It was very important to Ryan Gosling and to Emma Stone that these characters stay relatable during the musical numbers. Absolutely. That was one of the reasons why they both balked originally at taking on these roles because they were afraid that they would be asked to do the impossible, which was to be a Broadway show-stopping singer and dancer. They are not. What they are are fabulous actors with tremendous charisma and charm and they have a chemistry that cannot be stressed enough. Absolutely. If you recall, when she goes back towards the end of the film for this last big deal audition, and she winds up doing a song, Oh, wow, I listened to her, and no, I wasn't thinking of Barbara Streisand. No, I wasn't thinking of Judy Garland. I was just thinking of Emma Stone being absolutely fabulous. Well, it's a show-stopping number. Everything about the movie, for me, really struck a chord. And I think because you and I both could identify with these characters, Les, you were a jazz pianist living in Hollywood. That's right. And I was a struggling, aspiring actress. So, therefore, the movie probably really hit home with us, 110%. But I do think that this movie has and speaks to people who have dreams no matter where they may be placing them. Right. It really says, keep on going, don't give up, and all of those bromides that we've heard before. But put into the realm of magical movie making, La La Land is anything but ordinary. Oh, absolutely. I just think this is so terrific. I love Bill Maher, and I love his show. He spent a lot of time on one of his shows talking about how Ryan Gosling is not a singer. I just covered that, right? (laughs) Right. I just wanted to belt him because you don't expect these two people to be big singers. Right. It's not the concept of this film. We're not doing West Side Story and we're not doing fame either. I mean, we're not saluting Broadway shows or people who are in the musical comedy business. Right. They are actors and he is a musician. They sing and they dance because when you are in love and you're falling in love, a musical is the most wonderful genre to exploit that and to show that because everybody, whether they can sing or dance in real life, feels like humming probably and kicking up their heels if they find the right one. So there is much to be said for the verisimilitude of La La Land, even though it takes place in a fantasy world. Of course. I also would like to point out two people who won Oscars for being in musicals who have never in their lives sung before, and they are Rex Harrison and Yul Brynner. (laughs) Yes, very good. And nobody ever said, you know, Rex Harrison can't sing. Nobody said that. True. So I guarantee you're going to love this film. I guarantee it. And because of that, big surprise here. Okay, I'm in shock. (laughs) I'm giving it a glowing Green light. This is the best movie I've seen in a long time. I agree, Les. It's just a beautiful experience. It's a daring picture. It's innovative, and yet it brings home some of the traditions of the best of Hollywood. So for me, La La Land is a green, green light. Okay. Two glowing green lights for La La Land. Well, we're going to be back to review another film very, very shortly. We hope that you will join us then. Until that time, my name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that you feel the fantasy and the magic 
and the beauty every time you walk into a theater to see a movie. Hello everyone, my name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, nextbestpicture.com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com.